Good. Ah, good morning, coffee moaners. We were muted. We had no idea. What am I doing when I do this? Cricket. No. What am I doing when I do this? You ready? Yeah. Yeah. That looks like cricket to me. Cricket. Oh. Oh. No. Baseball. Do you like baseball? I love baseball, and every time we go to America, I take all the family to see it, and I have to confess, they've been the most boring matches I've ever seen of baseball. But once we've had the hot dog, we want to always go, don't we? You want to, yeah, you want to leave. We love going in. We love walking up the steps. We like looking at all the, how American it all is. We love our hot dog, and then we're like, so, it's I, quite boring. It takes ages, like cricket. Cricket's the most boring thing on earth. I fell in love. I'm gonna to have to get the child. I fell in love with um, I fell in love with uh, baseball in Denver. Is it the windy? No, Chicago's the windy city. Is it Mile High Denver or something? Denver, the Colorado something or others. It was great, and I also got completely high with a physics professor in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, completely. Mental experience, the whole thing. God. Yeah. And, he, been... and he was literally a physics professor with the longest, but he'd like walked out of Woodstock. We'd just like to add for any new viewers, he's been clean and sober for 18 years. <laughs> oh, can I just say, I'm just <laughs> yes. going to get my charger. Yes, he's been clean and sober for 18 years. I always forget. It right. How long is it? It's important. 19. Sorry. How long have we been married? 22 years. 22 years, guys, 22 years. <laughs> Mark said there's been lots of comments worrying that we're sick of marriage. <laughs> Did you rename our podcast this week, our How to Stay yes. Married podcast? Oh, 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 it's so beautiful. Look at that, 19 years sober. It's amazing. It really is <sighs> quite right. a feat. Thank you. So today, what are we going to be talking about? Well, we are going to be talking about, well, first of all, let's have a little bit of silliness, right? Around the remote control. There's a tiny, tiny piece in the papers today about... Just one second, just one second. Thank you. Can you just look? No, just look. What are you doing? Just... It's really annoying. I love watching makeup artists on set. Simone did it the other day and I was just watching. Yeah, she's, she's very she light. She can I check? She, and she comes in and she's like this. She hardly touches no, you, no, but she'll just... make such a difference. She can take 20 years off me. Um, yeah. So first of all, remote control wars. At the moment, Mark and I are having, we don't remote control wars because we've, we've got a skybox and we have a very different kind of remote control war where we scream into the remote control and see who wins. It's quite good, actually, because I can <laughs> shout at it. I can, I can constantly override it. Because it's voice activated. But what we've been... See, when Mark's temperature must always be observed. So when he's boiling hot, everything gets turned off. But my God, if he's cold, if I even open a crack of the window, it goes... I'm cold in my bones. I'm cold. So we're very much moved to Mark's temperature. I feel like this is going in a certain direction what, what already. Are the, what are the wars, what are the marriage wars that you have with something like that? Lots of people have the thermostat wars. Lots of, And it tends to be more women turning it up and men turning it down. Yeah, what was that so Men one? run hotter. What's that great Christmas film, the family one, with Mark? Um, oh, God. Oh, Will Ferrell. Baby News. Who's that? Shout out for Nicola who's had her baby Teddy. Shout out for Nicola Hyde. She's had her baby oh, Teddy. Oh. Hello, baby Teddy. Teddy. Teddy, like my so daddy. Um, put on a chunky jumper, says Bridget Lollipop. Um, yeah, what's that film? No, they're a uh, step family, is it, or something? Or or the, the Will Ferrell, Mel Gibson. Um, it's also got the guy. Oh, my God. What's the name of it? Oh, we love them, and they all go on. A, they all go for Christmas holiday, and they're all in the house. Oh and yes, and they have the thermostat argument in yes. the hall, and yes. it's the teenage girl, yes. Mark Wahlberg. Thank you, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> that's great. I love that. It's film. hysterical. That's that scene. Daddy's home. Thank Daddy's you. Home. So come on, what wars do you have? Could be with a flatmate. Could be with a lover. Could be with a. Husband or wife, it could be with ever. What wars do you have Whoa. regularly through your marriage? With the lover, it could be an argument over a different remote control. Oh, Mark. 
Why do you always lower the tone? Well, for my for my toy boat. Oh, boat that you, you don't see people taking toy boats, do you? Congratulations, anyway. Nicola Hyde. Congratulations, a beautiful baby. Congratulations, Nicola Hyde. Um, yeah, uh, the loose seat war. There's one. Ah, right. Well, I have a real situation with Mark. Not and I'm so glad you've think. brought this up Who was that? because Mark has an idea that he is a man that always puts the toilet seat down no, because I... he respects that. But the problem is he doesn't. OK, let me let me clarify exactly what I think. OK, this is exactly how I describe myself. Right. I would be. You deaf, think you're a feminist when it comes I would to toilet seats deaf, and you are not. dumb and blind to claim that I ever don't, that oh, there's ever an occasion when I don't nice. put the toilet seat nice. Okay, Thank so let's you. lead with the facts. But you're going to say it's once a year. I'm not going to say it's once a year. It's probably more often than that. But I have the weakest bladder in the house, so I use the toilet the most. On a purely data-driven aggregate of figures, <laughs> you know, relating from number of times using toilet to number of times toilet seat is left up versus a certain individual who goes to the toilet. Whatever you're going to say. Be really, really mindful before you reveal anything on the internet. Be mindful. So it's become the the internet, not social media. (laughs) On the internet. Whatever you are thinking, take a moment. Okay. Okay. You've you've all seen me warn him. Right? So you you all bear witness. Go. We've all witnessed bears. (laughs) All I say, does does a bear shit in the woods? That's all I'm going to say. So I think based on the average, the amount of times I use the loo versus the amount of times that, yes, admittedly, okay, of course, on occasion, I'll maybe leave the loo seat up, you know, mistakenly. Um, I think I am probably better on average than most men. But because you're a woman and I live with just women, the apple is crumbling, (laughs) says Kimberly Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously, on those few occasions where I do leave the loo seat up, you only home in on on the moments that I do. Here we go. What do you want? A round of applause when you don't? That's not what I'm saying, but I don't want to be pulled down on public, on the internet. (laughs) I don't want to be pulled down on the internet. Right, sorry I'm having a bad hair day, that's why I keep fiddling. Over to you guys. Do you want to see how bad a hair day she had earlier today? (laughs) This is hysterical. I came down this morning and I said, what? Do you remember when I used to wake up and I was beautiful? And I didn't know in those days I was. I used to hate myself then. What did I say And I didn't know I was beautiful. What did I say? Because I used to wake up with my hair as thick as this, with curls, just curled. What was my answer? Turn around and let me take a photo of you from behind. No, I'm going to show you. That was a different time. No, Mark, it wasn't. It happened here. It wasn't. Don't tell everyone. (laughs) Don't have curtains. Shut up. Okay, no, I'm now going to show you this photo, which on one level is absolutely hysterical. For those of you listening, you're now going to have to pull over, go to YouTube, and safely watch YouTube. Can we just pause? Natasha Milchin, thank you. Mark, you've had years of practice. You should ne- it should always be up. It, it always is. Are we talking about the toilet seat? <laughs> oh, I think you mean that wrong. It should always be down, Natasha. When I go, oh no, hang on. Sorry, everyone's come to the assumption that I put keep the toilet seat down when I wee. Not at all. Oh no, he puts it up, but he doesn't put it back down. Um, yeah, but there are some men who just can't be asked to, to pick it up. Did you know that's a oh. different... I have never urinated in a oh, well, toilet. Don't say the word. I hate that word. Toilet. Do you, no. Okay, I've got to show this photo because there are... There's, right, there's oh, one... There's me a, feel really unwell now that you said that word. There's an aspect of this photo. Well, this photo is funny. And then I've just noticed another aspect that I didn't notice before, which makes it even funnier. How does she do it every time? Okay, so this is what she looked like. This morning. But look on the bottom left. What? Oh, Gigi! <laughs> She's always there! It's so funny. She... <laughs> oh my God. Look how awful I look. You look like I've had a good night. Hang on. You look like you've had a good night. Don't look too closely. Oh my God, I look <clears throat> terrible. You look like, I don't know. That's just depressed me. <laughs> I look like an eagle. I look like an eagle. I look like a bat. You don't look like a bat. But Chi-Chi can't work out Chi-Chi. what to make of you at all. All then. my funny videos on Instagram, we people must assume that we put her in them. We don't. We always get to the end and we're like, which one should we do? And she's yeah. in every yeah. shot. Isn't she going, what the hell's going on? Funny dogs. Very, very funny. 
Um, down, of course, says Natasha Milton, absolutely. Down I, I with the I'm, lid closed. I think I'm better than most. How many men have you lived with? How many men have you had affairs with? No. Well, so you know nothing. Leap. You know Hang nothing. On. That's a huge leap from how many men have I had affairs with? What do you mean affairs? Well, because it's once men are having you, then they get all like lackadaisical about I the toilet seat. I am not all lackadaisical. I've never got lackadaisical about the toilet seat since I'm in mm. <laughs> <laughs> it just, just hasn't happened. Yeah, I have. Okay, let's move, let's wicked, move off this laboratory Once you get your wicked stuff. way, all of you, you just don't oh. bother with the toilet seat anymore. April Spooky's brought up another one. Boyfriend eats all the chocolate. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> wow, brave. Yeah. Mark wouldn't do that. Maybe the, you need more women in the house. Eat all the chocolate. Are you joking? He does eat all the chocolate, actually. The girls. But, but he will go same. and replace it. That is true. So, like, if they're premenstrual and he's eating all the chocolate, they just need to go... Who's eating the chocolate? I, and he's I in the car. I shit my pants and more. I head straight off via the mm. toilet. The three of us have tra trained him. It's funny, isn't it? How it's Galaxy for one and Cadbury's for mm. the other. Ooh, Nothing. Can't carry on. Okay. Um, so, what was this about? The remote control. We've done that. Yeah. No. No. We I'm just checking. Have we? Have we moved on? Was that the remote <laughs> yeah. control? So, so delighted you're here, darling. Thank you for clarifying the editorial content. Oh, oh, darling. Does he, do you only clarify? No, the I'm not. But the way you go about it. No. Excuse me. You are. I have to it say, Dina equal. is rubbing off on you. It is an. Well, maybe Dina is rubbing off on me. Dina, maybe Dina and I share the same genetics. Quite proudly, thank you very much. Yeah. Wow, that was curious. Toffee said <laughs> enough. Um, bears. Shitting in the woods, that's all I'm going to say. A uh, curious little detail I just want to share. The rapper Snoop Dogg has quit smoking pot. <laughs> this isn't pot true, is it? Or marijuana for use. Now, this I is... love his glasses. I love, I think I love him. So he makes me laugh so much. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this just briefly, and this is connected, actually, to us talking about nine, where's my chip one? 19 years sobriety. 19 years. Um, he's tried this in the past. He did mention this in the past. Of he was met with a lot of humour under his post and a lot of jokes and a lot of people saying, oh, come on, pull the other one. This can't be the case. This can't be real. Um, but he said on his Instagram, um, after much consideration and conversation, and there's quite a serious photo of him, with my family, with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Now, I thought he was joking. No, well, I think, well, it's interesting because, you know, someone we know read this and chuckled and the chuckle was because he's got such a gallow sense of humor he's yeah. very witty well no but also the line please respect my privacy at this time is the kind of self-deprecating joke he would have about yeah. please protect my privacy at this time is that sort of so i want to ask oh. you guys do you think this is real because it says underneath this, this piece that's reporting on it says you know lots of people who commented underneath some believed it some were joking about it but God, imagine could if there it be is some true. seriousness there? Yeah, Roe Marley, son of iconic reggae singer Bob Marley, said, no more barbecue at Uncle's, the grill is off for the season. Um, others shared horror stories about abusing marijuana. I mean, you know, this could be a moment. He has tried in the past. He has tried in the past to... Oh stop um to stop smoking uh it, it, back in hard. 2002 he tried to quit the drug for good uh i don't think people realize that there is actually cannabis anonymous isn't there like yeah. a like alcoholics and, and anonymous. it's well, hugely can, yeah. hugely difficult to give up and i think for young people it's so hard isn't it because oh my god every, everywhere everywhere they go people are coughing it's um yeah. absolutely Oh, yeah. good for him if that's what works well, for him. And I just worry, though, when he says respect our privacy, I worry whether, you know, maybe that means it's really quite, quite, quite something. Like Marjorie Dudon. Stop the presses. Snoop Dogg has stopped smoking pot. I'll believe it when I see it. Maybe he's trying. No, and the thing I wanted to say about this briefly, I've seen that. Yeah, absolutely. Reese Roberts. Diddy's ex has filed a lawsuit claiming years of rape and sexual abuse. I think, is it a, I think it's a civil case, isn't it? She's mm. seeking damages. Awful, awful story if it's true and sort of reeks of other quite high profile stories we've heard in the music industry. The thing the thing that struck me, though, about the part, uh, the Snoop Dogg story was how difficult, though, if he really wants to get off it and his whole public image is about his is embedded in his smoking it. And do you know what I mean? It's be, it's that terrible thing of you were talking about the other day about how people expect you to be the kind of life and soul of the party when you were younger. And when I, whenever I used to go out, I had to kind of drive the kind of insanity with the with the drink and and drugs and everything. I think and, people like us think that, but how many people that are around us might have been going, "I wish you'd just shut up." 
which wouldn't drink. Well, because at the point, because at the point, because at the point, the point that I did shut up, they all fucked off. That's why. (laughs) That's why I think I could be relatively safe in that subject. But anyway, I just think poor him. If he's, you know, if his notoriety and he feels that he's definitely he's defined by it, that's doubly difficult. Of course it is. I think. I think, like you say, you know, everybody that has like. Yeah, you know that has that kind of whether it's addiction or heavy use or whatever. There is there is expectation from mm. the people around you. I mean, we've just been watching that on Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's been quite interesting. Kyle yes. has given up, has gone sober, and the women are really, really struggling with it, aren't they? She doesn't look like she's too happy with it either. No, at the moment. That's I, the, think. I think that is the problem. Yeah. It's like you can say, well, I can just be just as much fun without drinking, but if you're leaving the table before dessert to go to the gym, mm. and you're looking. She looks very tight. And yeah, and that, that's happy. that's kind of it's not like the best advert at the moment for sobriety with her, is it? No, but also that can be part of the journey. Yeah. You, don't, you don't get to sobriety in a but fully fully friends. sealed formed place. You but know, real friends will stick with you mm. and think to themselves, "Oh, she's struggling. How can I think about how I could support her?" Maybe I'll say, "Let's you know just think of something to do that doesn't where everybody else isn't drinking." Don't say, "Oh God, it's such well, a shame." We used to have such fun when we were drinking. Dare I which say, is what everyone has said to her. Dare I say, don't sign a contract to be in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills if you don't want to be around people drinking, because that's what's going to happen, isn't it? No, no, but I'm saying her friends could no, say I to agree. her, "Let's, I'll come to the gym with you, or I'll do." Yeah. I'm just saying, just generally, if you've got a friend trying mm. to get sober. Please, please, please don't say to them you're not mm. as much fun as you were because they will get to a point where they can get through the other side and have fun mm. without being sorted. Um, just want to quickly just mention Mandy Duick. You say, seriously, Trump at a 42% in the lead. How? I'll tell you exactly how. There has to be a stop to this feverish attempt to hammer him. That is, it's literally driving his popularity through the roof. I've said it all the it's way done, through. It's done great business for if him. If there's too much of a feverish and, and a perceived sense of a witch hunt, not that it is, and not that any of the things that are being brought against him aren't right to be brought against him. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. the, this is about tone. This is about timing. The, all of these things, they should have not tried to challenge him before his presidential campaign, and he would not be 42 See, I don't agree. Now. No, 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 because he wouldn't I, be where I, he is now. No, but I don't agree. I think the rule of law has to be... has to be. But the rule of law... The thing is, he incited... No, 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 I'm not... That's the thing. And so, and because they can't seem to get him on that, the insurrection, then... You've got to do something. No, but my point about that is the rule of law has been delayed for this long. The rule of law would probably more sensibly have been delayed for another 18 months. It's literally a matter of 12 months longer and we wouldn't be in this situation. And would they still be able to do it then? then? I presume so. Yeah, it's just about when you bring the case. You know, when you bring the case. They're they're all pushing so fast because they think it can terminate his campaign. I can't be done for inciting the insurrection. Well, we'll wait and see. Um, So, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to go off on that. For a moment, um, what have we got else? What else have we got here? Uh, sex right, so education for boys. I don't know if boys. you've seen about HRT. I oh, did want okay. to just get Sorry. that in because I think a lot of women, um, well, and it's like I say, any discussion about HRT is not just about women. It's this is about, the CBT it's about, for menopause. It's about the men around the women as well. And most men have some women around them, whether it be a mother, a girlfriend, a wife, a sister, and every single woman on the planet will have their menopause. So it is relevant to everybody. And um, there's this new report out by uh, from NICE. I think it's the first one since 2015, I think. I mean, as my menopause doctor says, my God, women's healthcare is just so woefully underfunded and under-researched. There is just, there's no um, comparison when you look into what, what is spent and what is researched for men. Do you know, it's just, it's just, just terrible. Anyway, so we both read different articles, didn't you? You read the Telegraph, mm. and what, and that was coming from a, a very. You, you said it was coming from a very angry perspective. I thought it? she was hysterical, and, and I the thought she was is, over the top. Yeah. And I, 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 I won't. Sh- I won't repeat because what of I felt. the suggestion yeah. that CBT can be used well, for, I, yeah. um, to for f- hot flushes and for sleep problems. In any, let me just, let's just unpack yeah. some of these phrases that we're using that for some people they'll be like, what the bloody hell are you talking about? So cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, is mm. a form of, not mind control technique, but it's a form of therapy which seeks to find ways to sort of stop obsessive 
thinking, obsessive behavior, things like that. Um, it, it's often used for people with anxiety or depression. It's, it's about trying to find ways of intercepting negative thought processes. Um, it often has a sort of, you know, physical manifestation. You'll often hear about those bands, is it, that you sort of flick and, and stuff like that. And so this article in the, in the Telegraph has kind of really kind of got, got sort of almost extraordinarily cross about the idea that CBT as instead of HRT, um, is a kind of insult to the complexities of what the menopause is. I think that's the. the I mean, I've I'm seen brilliant results with CBT. I think CBT is a fantastic form of therapy. Mark did it a few years ago, and well, I'm, I'm always yeah, and I've always said to him, I really because it's hard when you're in your own mental health stuff, isn't it, to notice where there's been real mm. chat. And I noticed a massive change from Mark. I think it got him over such a big bump that. The, the other therapy and um, rehab and stuff hadn't helped you with. It was mm. really powerful. Mm. And um, the other thing about CBT Sorry, is if you've got busy. a good CBT counsellor, you can you can really change, change your way of thinking within six weeks, mm. you know, so it's a very powerful thing. Um, but I think that's a really negative way to report on it, mm. actually, to say it's an insult. And I can, but I can kind of see where she's she coming says it's from misogynistic. because people read headlines, right? So they go, "Oh yes, go away, dear. Oh, it's not really a hot." Because what she's saying is, you don't realise the enormity of the hot flushes and things like that. Like I didn't suffer terribly with hot flushes because I used homeopathy and it was amazing. But some friends of mine, oh my god, especially my friends that have breast cancer that have been plunged into menopause very quickly. They can just go from standing, talking totally normally, and then they're just soaking wet. Mm. I remember being with an actress once who we were sitting at this um, this event, and she was sat there with a perfectly dry shirt, and then two minutes later, she was apt, it was wringing wet, and she had to go up and do a speech, and I felt so sorry. Her hair was flat on her head. Mm. So I think... Oh, it's because it's because lots of people, when they think of a hot flush, they think for menopause, a woman go, oh, God, mm. it's a bit hot. This is, can be so serious, so uncomfortable. Mm. A couple of my friends have got breast cancer. It will determine what restaurant they're going to go to because they're just going to be suffocatingly hot. Mm. Like, you know, when you're the hottest mm. that you've mm. ever been yeah, no, and no sleep. Yeah. So I think that's what she's what she's talking about. But I think what's really important is there's so many people that can't take HRT. Mm. And I, you know, whoever's posts I'm looking under, you know, um, Davina does amazing awareness around the menopause, my menopause doctor does. And I always notice underneath, because I read the comments, so many people saying, but what about if I can't take it? Mm. What about if I don't want to take it? So these are, you know, suggestions. But what my menopause doctor has said today is, we are going back in time for women here. CBT will not replace missing hormones, nor reduce the risk of future diseases like HRT does. This is I'm quoting her. Why are women going to keep being refused an evidence-based treatment? She's actually quite cross about this latest report. But, but so, is the, so is this article. I, I, can I just throw in a, it might be a bit of a cat amongst the pigeons thought, and it's not being big, a classic bloke or anything. So Dawn Decker says, it's almost saying that it's all in a woman's mind, but menopause is physical. Can I just make a suggestion on what I think the idea behind the CBT suggestion is? I don't think for a minute it's about CBT instead of HR. I think it's I think it's it is it's for women who can't use HRT well if you can't use HR, if you can't use HRT then I okay well let me rephrase that if you can't use HRT I don't think it's entirely ludicrous to suggest that CBT could help because of this you know it's like by, there are so many crossovers when you were struggling most in your menopause of course there was a sort of hormonal imbalance that was contributing to your perspective and your take on things and this is one of the things that I struggle with a lot around my diagnosis of bipolar around many of the kind of side issues around addiction depression anxiety all these things um it can be caused obviously from a hormonal sort of imbalance or hormonal you know difficulties or struggles or insufficiencies or lacks or whatever whatever to pretend that that doesn't for whatever reasons biologically get translated into an emotional contingent that then could create an obsessive and repetitive negative form of thinking 
There is no one able, a neurologist or anyone, to be able to put a piece of paper in between where one starts and where the other one starts. And what I mean by that is, like with bipolar, there's feeling sad and then there's feeling have, going through a manic low. And whatever the cause of that is, you can get trapped into a sort of repetitive behavioural think, thinking and behavioural sort of cycle. And I think CBT could be used as a, as a tool, one of many tools, to help when those lows happen. Because I utilize my CBT now when I'm being taken, or try to, when I'm being taken, when I'm going down into a bipolar pit. I can't change the hormonal pit. I can't change the epileptic shift in my head that's taking me there. But what I can do is try and stymie the repetitive and flood of negative thoughts right. that that dip allows me to But in it. a way, you have just proven exactly what Dawn Decker said. Because if we're just taking the hot flushes, yeah. Hot flushes cannot be changed by CBT, of course it right? Can. They can't. They go, you're going to be soaking wet. Mm. If you're somebody that really suffers with mm. it, you're not going to be able to sleep. Mm. So that is not going to change with no. CBT. But what CBT is going to help you with is help find a way to deal with how horrible that that can be. Do you know well, what no, I mean? no, it's not going to stop it. So, so I suppose when when no, it won't do anything. When, I, when I people see headlines that don't look further into it, it endorses that thought that lots of people have that hot flushes is just a bit of an exaggeration and it's a bit and it's a bit in your head and if you just had so i think that's what people have taken umbrage no no, but no i, I don't agree think but, that, but i do agree with what you're saying that cbt could support i don't think it'll moments. have yeah i don't think it'll have i don't think it would have any effect on the consequences of a hot flush or no. the emotional consequences and the mood consequences but aren't of you a saying hot flush. It would with no emotion. no no but presumably if i'm right i'm not being stupid uh, being in the menopausal symptoms aren't just hot flushes are they it's dark thoughts it's depression it's yes it's it's a potential you know suicide ideation it Many of the symptoms I've seen in you, and I've seen in sort of much of the sort of literature and people's experience of it, it manifests as depressed as a mental health thing. So I'm not talking. I suppose I'm not talking about the more literal physical manifestations. Okay. I'm talking about the emotional. But, okay. Well, let me ask you this: that thing, creeps then. in. I think it could help. So could so, but then what we're also it, well, like with depression, mm. always contact your doctor. Never stop taking your antidepressants. Obviously, we're just chatters. We're not anyone professional here, but. They could. There is also an argument that CBT, if it was more available, available, could possibly help people with anxiety and depression that are put on other medications. Totally. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a similar thing. But what my menopause doctor is saying is that, and the thing that's really upset me in this report really upset me because if you watched Davina's original documentary on um, on. Um, on HRT and how so many so many of us were informed by a very sort of weak really wasn't mm, it report mm. years before and everybody thought mm. they would get breast cancer if they had HRT and that's lit, like like being blown out of the water um is like now in this report it says an increased risk of dementia for people taking HRT at 65 and on now Every documentary I've seen in program, they're talking about how it protects your brain, that the estrogen is very important for the brain. So I'm like, oh, right. So I've got a new bloody thing to totally worry about. So I'm going to do a deep dive into that later today and report. I was actually going to, I did actually text my menopause doctor to ask her specifically about that thing in the report. Because again, it feels like, well, that's very scary. Okay, but there's but, plenty of people taking HRT. Yeah, but going, 65. But going back to the to, to what this is all about, if this is about if this is about people who can't take HRT, what is the suggest? Why is there no? Being... The whole report is, is about HRT. So I'm saying with re CBT, they're talking to people that can't take HRT. Yeah. Okay, and we we recognise that we have to keep looking for solutions for people, and not everybody that takes HRT. This is the other thing actually responds to it. I think it's only 50% mm. of people that take testosterone will actually mm. have improvements in sex drive. I, I just don't understand. So we've got to be looking all the time for other alternatives. For people that can't I always it. get a little bit suspicious when something is knocked out of the ballpark so vociferously and, and sort of stridently without, I feel, any real kind of... I, I I can't see how CBT can't be part of a toolbox. I think yeah, well, Cumble, you've said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also I'm coming. I'm trying to come from a position of where there I could be either be my bipolar dips could either be defined as a bipolar dip, and therefore you write it out. 
but I'm a human going through a bipolar dip. Now, you don't experience a bipolar, a manic episode or a depressive episode. You don't experience a sort of generic depressive episode. I mean, I know you know this, does. I'm just explaining. You don't experience sort of, oh, I feel... What happens when you feel depressed is it attaches to many of those negative thoughts that you have in your life. So what you become vulnerable to are all of those vulnerabilities that are there in your self-esteem and all those issues all the time anyway. And that's how it presents as differently. It's given a diagnosis of, oh, he's going through a sort of bipolar episode, but actually it's attached to your relationship with this person, how you're feeling yeah, about this person. But imagine if they said, well, if you couldn't take the bipolar medication, what you can do is have CBT. That's what a lot of women you will be feeling Yeah, but today. if you couldn't take it, but what they do, they also say is if you can take it, CBT can also help i don't think if you couldn't take it it's not about saying cbt is the only solution it's no. saying cbt could probably help too yeah. cbt is used yeah. for people who can't take yeah. depressive we need notes. we need other solutions but but I, I think the language around it always has to be very very careful because it's been such a battle to get people to understand about the menopause so i think why a lot of women will be upset by this today is that that can be latched on because there's there's a lot of misogyny from women saying, oh, come on, just get on with it, dear, you know, because maybe they didn't have bad hot flushes mm. or they didn't. And so they, they, there's a lack of sympathy mm. for women that really, really impacts so negatively. I don't see what I'm saying is so contentious. I, I don't, I don't, I, Who I, is I, saying I, what you're saying? No, no, no Dina's being joking, but I don't, oh. underst I don't understand what's contentious about suggesting... She's just playing with No, you. no, 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 I know, I know that. But like I, a cat. But I can, under I, I, I literally don't, I suppose I don't understand what, what's upset someone. I don't know. Well, I've just why. explained no, 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 you three have, but times. I don't, but it doesn't make, I don't think that we need to. You're not hearing me. It's the suggestion. People are worried about the suggestion. Okay, let's part. CBT is a good thing for people who are struggling with things, right? But the suggest, what people are worried about here is that we are going to take steps back where people say, pull yourself together, you're a bit hot. Right. So that's 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 the problem with it. For me personally, who does use HRT, the thing that upsets me in this report is increases dementia risk. Could increase dementia risk. Well, where's that suddenly bloody come from? Right. You know? So, the, so the worry is that people will. The, 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 a I, mean, I mean, obviously, you need to be a misogynist to have, sort of have these thoughts, I suppose. But what you're saying is it it, it allows those sort of reductionist reductionist thoughts to just say, oh, yeah. Just get your head around this, and it's yeah. not actually anything beyond. Like, it's, it's in your control. My menopause way. doctor will say you are hormone deficient, and estrogen is very important for brain health, bone mm, health. Mm. She said not enough is spoken about re osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is a terrible, terrible thing, mm. and you know, and and a lack of estrogen can contribute to that, as it can heart health. There's so many things that are that, that HRT is good for, and she feels like this is a step back. This, but Bellex says the equivalent would be used for C as CBT for low testosterone. Where, but where where the real contention would lie, there is no contention that if you can't say you couldn't take testosterone, or you know you can increase your testosterone levels, of course CBT in and of itself and on its own is not necessarily going to be enough no, but to the help you. But the therapy, but it's not going to not help you. But the therapy could help you you know it's not it's not going to take away your brain fog it's not going to it's no. not going to give you a sex drive it ain't going to no. make things better but it's just hopefully going to help you manage those feelings around that sure. not being fair sure that's, but if you, that's what yeah, it's going to do but it will do more than, than nothing if you can't take testosterone yeah. for whatever reasons yeah okay. yeah all right um okay so quickly what did dina say I don't know. I think she was. I think she could see what us. Did you I say? think she could see us building towards a menopausal row of some sort. Um, <laughs> we have to do a welcome song for Toya. Yeah, we will do that at the end. We'll do that at the end. percent. Oh yeah, Toya. Toya, can you make a note? I haven't got. Yeah, I remember that. Toya Wilcox. Toya. Um, uh, just quickly, this was a story which is, yeah, I mean, this is a senior Tory MP criticizes the government's refusal to back new sex education strategy aimed at boys. And at first, you sort of think you go, all right, okay, sex education. It's a real hot potato sex education, isn't it, for the Tories? It's, um, and this is the idea that a report or a, a, a governmental committee, the Women in Women Equalities Committee, committee follow them on Instagram, actually. Have, uh, they called for proposals to be rolled out in which there's a certain sort of tailored sex education, mm. specific, specifically tailored and aimed at boys in a different way than it is for girls. Yeah, focusing, really focusing yeah. on boys. It suggested that relationship, sex and health education should be compulsory in six forms and colleges. 
I don't see um, what not the to The government agree with has that. said it will consider how to mm. strengthen support and guidance to schools on the issue, but has not committed to adopting recommendations from the cross-party groups of MPs. Why not? Why the hell not? I mean, what not to like about Right, that? why not? It, maybe somebody here will say, I really want somebody to, to if, if somebody's got a good answer for this, I I've would got, love it. I've got a really strong, I'll let you guys, but I mean, anyway. I, I've got a really strong, I know exactly why this government doesn't touch anything around sex education. They're, they're just, they're, Happy birthday for Tez's. Uh, oh, for your my daughter. daughter. Tez. Yeah, tell us your tell us her name. That I will be donating come February twenty twenty four. Can you give an early happy birthday for my daughter that I will be donating come February twenty twenty four? I don't think I understand that. Do you? Are you? Yeah. Explain it a bit more, Tez. Yeah. I got Sorry. confused. Sorry. So and. Um, so yeah. Okay. Well, give give it. give us what your um, ideas first, then, and I'll have a look out for people. Well, why, why do you think it is? I genuinely don't know. Because why would say no? Because this government <clears throat> cannot step close towards the topic of sex education without worrying it's going to fall into Does the whole set. No, well, oh. <laughs> that, but also into the complications of the whole trans debate, which I think has a tentative hesitancy, worry, concern for all the right reasons of causing offence and all the wrong reasons of causing offence, has led to, I think, the idea of even the provision of sex education becoming a poison chalice for this government. I, I feel like, really? I feel like, I yeah, I just don't God. feel like they can deal Seems with it. So something aimed at boys will immediately become difficult because there's it's difficult at the moment, I think, for legislators, rightly or wrongly, I'm not to make a judgment on that, to feel that they can define almost anything along binary lines. And if uh, you're going to steer something just towards boys, you're going to potentially run the risk, I think, to the legislators of thinking, who are we excluding? How do we define that? Are we going to include right. the, the sort of, you know, how do we embrace the trans debate? And I, and I think... I think Aaron Bollymore says gender discussion would have nothing to do with sex education, but maybe they have no understanding. That's my point. At I'm not all. saying it should, but I yeah. think that's why. I, 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 I think they just need to be robust. I think there's absolutely no contradiction. What do, do people it. think about being separated at all? Because and I, think, I well, would have always go. said in the, the past that no, it should absolutely be together. But actually, I think it should be both. I think it should be together and I think it should be separate because I think that mm. boys, I think... I think I disagree. I, I think, well, a lot of girls will say they prefer for boys not to be there, to be honest, Mark. Oh, I thought you were saying they should be done together. Sorry. You could have something together yeah, and then you could have some stuff apart because lots of girls are uncomfortable. Oh, I'm so, sorry, then that. I agree. I and then agree. also yeah, I yeah, think yeah. boys will play up more when they're, and obviously this is a generalisation, but will play up more when there's girls. Totally agree. And I think some of the stuff that needs to be said to boys, they are going to receive in a better way when they're not acting up around girls. Uh, it's quite a good idea, sixth form and colleges, isn't it? Because... <laughs> But I mean, I'm not saying instead of, because I think it has to start very early, but maybe because it could move on, really move on, because a lot of people can still at 18, 19 be absolutely clueless on the rights and wrongs and what a relationship means and what consent means and all of that. So I'm all for it. More sex education, the better. I, I, I think the sex education for boys... If you separate boys That's off... It, I think the, I, think the, I think the danger with I think the danger the with end. sex education with boys... And I, th I totally agree. I think it does have to be separated off. I do think, I, th I think sort of institutional or, or, or you know, embedded kind of oh, wrong one. <laughs> embedded, um, embedded misogyny um, can be expressed in a large group of boys. I think a large group of boys can easily hijack a sex education class for sure. I know at my school, it would have just, it just, it descended into farce and lunacy and stupidity and kind of, mm. you know, back then, weirdly, it didn't feel as misogynistic in school as it, as it potentially is now. So I think you have to have someone with a really strong sense of being able to take these boys. And sometimes I hate to say it, I think with boys, and it's a fact, you almost have to work counterintuitively. I sometimes think that the system doesn't allow for some of the stuff you need to be able to talk about in order to get boys to realize their behavior. For example, you need to get you need to get low and dirty and talk on their level to unpick and start to kind of unravel the language that they're using, the attitudes that they're holding. You almost have to get in there. And I think that the system of education 
simply can't allow for the extent to which you almost have to adopt these boys' POVs a bit to get mm. them on board to then, and I, th- <clears throat> I could easily see, a, you know, a kind of really sort of, I don't know, street-savvy teacher coming into a group of boys, doing it the way that, the only way they could reach them, actually, is yeah. by talking on their level. Relatable. And the system, the Ofcom system, would say, this is this is yes. wrong, this is this, yeah. you've broken this rule, you've been this insensitive, you've been sexist. Sometimes you have to get mucky to get in there so that they'll listen to you. Because otherwise, if you've got a whole bunch of boys who just go, fuck off, you're having a laugh, I'm not yeah. going to listen to you, you you're going to get nowhere. Yeah. And Angela Thompson, because if it's not a financial return for them, they don't invest in our children's future in any form. And that is so true. But it's very short-sighted, isn't it? Because if people end up in relationships that aren't good for them or end up in pregnancies too early, then that's cool. If you just think of it in financial terms, that's huge cost. Mm. Tez, just yeah. clarifying there, my apologies, I meant my daughter that will make me a father in February. Oh. I am a pansexual man, fighting hard with all love, always in America, Chicago. Her name is Ronnie. Oh. Oh, well, congratulations for then. Yeah, absolutely. Sending you love as well. And we, you're going to do the quiz, aren't you? I am going to do the quiz. But just before that, I just wanted to say there are four we ways in which laughing can kill you. Right. Just wanted to tell you this because you okay. laugh a lot and I worry about you. So you could <laughs> easily, the four, what are the four most common ways that laughing can kill you? Well, eating and choking. Ruptured brain aneurysm. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's all fun and games until something actually explodes in your brain. Oh, Ma, I don't want to be thinking I could have a brain aneurysm According to medics, laughing too hard can trigger a brain aneurysm to burst. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, be careful. It can also cause... you've got to have an aneurysm there in the first place. Not necessarily. Yes, you have. It can cause... You're not going to make one for that. Extreme emotional states like heavy laughter or intense crying can prompt an asthma attack. Mark, this is not a fun Friday thing. In rare instances, laughter, specifically the uncontrollable kind, can be a sign of an underlying condition called gelastic epilepsy. Really? Most people don't feel happy or a sense of well-being during a seizure. The opposite may happen. They may feel scared oh God, or loss of control. that sounds awful, but it would look like they're laughing. Exactly. Good God. Uh, and suffocation. Laughing too hard can, in some cases, really interfere with your breathing because you don't have enough room to that breathe. That happened to me once, and I thought they were going to have to call an ambulance. So laughing can kill you. And just finally, I just want to well, share... Well, that's nice. Yeah, I just thought, nice. on a Friday. Um, who I likes roller do, coasters? I haven't played it. Oh, because I can't find it at the moment, oh. somewhere deep in the bowels of my computer. <laughs> um, but let's let's check. Does anyone out? Does anyone like a roller coaster? This is being touted as I need to go. potentially the largest and most dramatic roller coaster ever to be built, which is coming to Saudi Arabia. Could you do this? Just say yes, no. Dina? Sod that, Claire. Dina, do you want to go on it? I am going to make, going to force Maddie to find the photograph of when we jumped off the vertical water slide in, where was it? Dubai. Yeah. And she, she's with so her eye funny. for detail that she's always had, always says, Dad, do you remember when the big toe of your right foot was so scared? Because it's a photo off? and he's, and all you can see is his toes sticking up. Nobody would have noticed that apart from Maddie. It's so funny. Got to find it and show it. It was the him. tension in my body. Okay, so we're going to do the Friday. So quiz. are we going to do um, Welcome to Toya? Oh, yeah. Welcome to Toya and also a welcome to uh, Susan Sillings. Right. Remember, the welcome songs are really shit. Think Phoebe and Friends. Don't, don't build us up. Toya, 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 welcome to the family, guest Harry Ha. Toya, 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 Toya. I do a little refrain just in the end. Susan Sellings. Go on. Susan Sellings. Susan Sellings. Susan Sellings. Welcome, Welcome to, to the family guest area. Mm-hmm. 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 
Okay, quiz time, guys. If you know the deal, this is Friday. This is to get you going into the weekend, either a winner or a loser. It's not the taking part that counts; it's getting as many right as you possibly can. Dina, you can come round now. So we're going to do the quiz. Best of seven. I'm sticking with the BBC because I, I I find that people just like the ABC, and not many other quizzes do that ABC stick. So um, quiz time. Here you go, Faith. We know how much you love it, so let's do it. Um, but I've just got to do this first. So let me just get rid of all of that, 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 um, and all of that. So shall I turn around, or are you going to just? Are you all right? Do you, turn around. Well, you know how you never know what's going to come out of Dina's mouth. Okay. Oh, no, <laughs> okay. So, quiz of the week. Quiz of the week. Oh, first question is about the Grammys. So that's not so bad, is it? It's when they're about golf and they're about tennis players. I didn't even know existed. And that's that's when it all gets a bit a bit weird. Okay. So, question one. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo, SZA, Taylor Swift and John Batiste were among the artists to get multiple nominations as the record industry revealed its shortlist for the annual Grammys. But which of these was not on the list for the prestigious Song of the Year award? Which of these was not up for a Grammy? Was it A, A&W by Lana Del Rey, B, Flowers by Miley Cyrus, or C, Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat? Which of those was not on the list for the prestigious song of the year? Was it A, A&W by Lana Del Rey, B, Flowers by Miley Cyrus, Cyrus? Yeah. Or C, Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat? Reese Roberts, straight in there with Paint the Town Red. Uh, Tez with Lana Del Rey. Susan Sellings, hope you enjoyed your welcome, um, is saying C too. Lots of you saying C, you're correct. It's Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat. Question two. Scientists filmed an ancient egg-laying mammal named after Sir David Attenborough for the first time, proving it was not extinct. Many species are named after the veteran natural history broadcaster, but which of the following is not? Which of these isn't named after David Attenborough? Is it A, a bat, B, a frog, or C, a gecko? Which of those isn't named after David Attenborough? Uh, Is it A, a bat, B, a frog, or C, a gecko? Oh, I'm pleased you enjoyed it, Susan. Um, Tez, oop. Uh, Anne says, A, a bat. Julie says, a bat. Natasha Milchin says, a frog. Pauline Roberts says, a frog. Angela Thompson says, a gecko. A frog says, a gecko. A frog says, a gecko. That's funny, isn't it, Toffs? Toffee. Toffee. She's now ignoring me on purpose. You've brought so many balls in. You're playing with your balls. See, it's a gecko. Question three. The LGBT plus community celebrated the end of the week long 11th Gay Games, which had been delayed from 2022. While the main venue was Hong Kong, which city acted as co-host for this event? Was it A, Guadalajara, Mexico, B, San Francisco, USA, or C, Valencia, Spain, or Valencia, Spain? The LGBT plus community celebrated the end of the week-long 11th Gay Games, which had been delayed from 2022, which, while the main venue was in Hong Kong, which city acted as co-host? Guadalajara, Mexico, San Francisco, USA, or C, Valencia, Spain? It's A, Guadalajara, Mexico. Well done, Georgina Demetrio. Question four. Cruella Braverman was sacked as Home Secretary after she defied the number number 10 over an article accusing the Met Police of bias. During her time in office, she was no stranger to controversy. Which of the following did Cruella Braverman not write? Which of these did she not write? A. There are Tory MPs who would rather eat their own eyeballs than have them back, and that's the truth of it. B. I've made a mistake. I accept responsibility. I resign. Or C. The British people deserve to know which party is serious about stopping the invasion on our southern coast. Which of those didn't she say? It's a trick question, by the way. Which of those didn't she say? Or oh, she didn't write. There are Tory MPs who'd rather eat their own eyeballs than have him back. B, I have made a mistake. I accept responsibility. Or C, the British people deserve to know which party is serious about stopping the invasion. Lots of you saying, B, I have made a mistake. I say, I think that's where they were leading us to was B. But in fact, Georgina Demetrio is correct again. It's A. It's a good morning for you, Georgina. Question five. Thousands of people were evacuated from the Icelandic town of Grindavik over fears a nearby volcano could erupt. What is the volcano called? I am not going to be able to pronounce this correctly. So is it A, 
Bada Bunga. <laughs> Sorry, why is it like that? A, Bada Bunga. B, Aja Fialio Kukul. Or C, Fagra Dalsfial. Is it A, Bada Bunga? B, Aja Fajala Kujukul. Or C, Fagra Dalsfial. Which of those is it? Nicole Marcel has got naught out of four. Come on, you must get this one right. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for... Oh, got it wrong. Which <laughs> Tony Dunsford, send your address to, to Michelle. Sweetie, I was going to say, matey. Um, it, the answer is, oh, Toya, you're going there in August. Welcome and goodbye. Well, August, that's quite a way away, isn't it? Have fun. By then, hopefully, all of the kind of... All the kind of Movement will have stopped, although it is a moving, it's a moving, living piece of rock, I tell you. It's C, Question six. An evening dinner menu for first-class passengers on board the Titanic sold for £84,000 at auction. It lists the dinner served on the evening of 11th of April 1912. Which of these was offered for dessert on the Titanic? Was it A, profiteroles, B, Victoria pudding, or C, Waldorf pudding. Which of those? Was, which of these was offered for dessert, as seen on a, a menu, a dinner menu that has sold from the Titanic, which sold for eighty-four thousand. Which of these was on the menu for dessert? A. Profiteroles. B. Victoria pudding. Or C. Waldorf pudding. Tez is saying C. 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 Natasha Milchin is saying Victoria pudding. Gemma Perry is saying Victoria pudding. Ellen is saying profiteroles. Um, Gemma Perry is saying Victoria pudding. Reese Roberts is saying Victoria. It is Victoria Pudding. Question seven. Do, 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 do. The US Supreme Court released its first ever set of ethics rules governing its nine justices, its nine judges, following recent news reports of gifts and holiday arrangements lavished on several of its members. According to the Center for American Progress, which word appears in the nine-page document 51 times? Which of these words appears in uh, the U.S. Supreme Court's first ever set of ethics, 51 times. Nat! Is it A, must? Is it B, shall? Or is it C, should? Is it A, must, B, shall, or C, should? Ellen, you've got zero out of six. Oh, my God, zero. Anne says C should. Oh, let me work it out. Let's work it out. Oh, Anne says C. A. Marinez says, oh, I've lost you. Elaine Denning says A must. Faith Goodman says should. Hillary, you, you, in recovery, they say you should never say should. But they, you should never say should. But you should, shouldn't should say should. Never say should. You should never say shouldn't. Oh, look, that's Nadia just standing there. Um, okay, the answer is C. Should. Ellen. Are you still on zero? I hope not. Guys, I hope you did all right. If you haven't, go and check out our review for Saltburn. Uh, the movie's out this weekend. It's a sort of dark, twisted, kind of Brideshead Revisited type thing. Talented Mr. Mr. Ripley type thing. Um, Reese, fascinating to know your thoughts. Natasha Milchin, one, not great. Um, and uh, a review of Dream Scenarios Landing 2. Um, so have a lovely weekend. Curly Cooks is tomorrow morning, pre-recorded. Uh, I will see you for coffee moaning in the morning. And uh, do you want to quickly say, everyone saying hello to you girls? Hello, David. Hey. Dina said the ch live chat is very, very slow. slow. Oh, is it? Oh, right. He's commenting something I said 15 minutes oh, ago. Oh, right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> God, so we're in a time war. Okay. So we're now going to through the medium of waving. Say goodbye. Hang on, though. Oh. Don't forget, Curly Cooks tomorrow's a pre-record. It's very funny. Dina cooks me special stuff on my birthday because it's my birthday tomorrow. It's a birthday It's a pre-record. It's a birthday. It's my birthday. So you can all sing a happy birthday when I do Coffee Money tomorrow. Anyway, <laughs> so wavy, wavy.